Hi everyone, welcome back to the Generation Z podcast. This week we are joined by a first year geography student, Zach, who goes to Oxford University. With around a 20% acceptance rate, Oxford and Cambridge are some of the most competitive universities in the world. Today, we will be demystifying the Oxbridge experience, discussing the application process, what geography is like at Oxford and Cambridge, and also tackling the real questions that everyone wants to know. Is the rivalry between Oxford and Cambridge real? So I think we'll start with the first question and I'm gonna pose this to um, Zach, just because I, I kind of know the answer to Shakemi's, but we will go to you afterwards. Um, how are you finding Oxford? What's it like? Yeah, so I love Oxford. I think I'm so glad that I came here and I'm so lucky to be here. Um, the one thing I would say is that, I think this is for all of us, being freshers during the coronavirus year, means that there's so much that we just haven't experienced um but yeah i love it it's so good the workload is intense but i find it's a very much like work hard play hard um busy schedule which is sort of what i thrive in um so yeah i love it great and um shikemi what about you how are you finding cambridge I would say pretty much the same. I 100% agree with the work hard, play hard mentality. And I'd say that's the same at Cambridge. There have definitely been some low points, um, as I'm sure we all know, with that come with doing so much work all the time, but it's definitely made up for by the people around you. Um, and yeah, I think it's quite nice having people around you who are doing the same sort of thing. It makes it a lot easier. But yeah, I completely agree with everything Zach said. I love Cambridge too. Great. And um, Zach, so if you could clarify for everyone, what college do you go to and did you apply there? Because Shikemi and I, we both um, were pulled to Murray Edwards College. So um, yeah, what college do you go to? Yeah, so I go to Keeble College. Um, I applied directly here. I sort of just got a list of the colleges that did geography, looked around and went for the one. Like as soon as I walked in there, I was like, this seems like home to me. Um, so I applied directly for it. I never got pulled during interview to anywhere else. Um, so it's always just been Keeble. And I guess Shikemi, what was the pooling process like for you? Um, it was really confusing. I didn't really know much about the whole Oxbridge application process before I applied. So when I got my result from the interview on results, not on results day, on the interview results day, um, I received an email from Murray Edwards um, saying that I'd got in, but I had no clue what Murray Edwards was because it's not a very well-known college at Cambridge. Um, so I remember going onto the internet really quickly, like searching up Murray Edwards, like, what is this? Um, found out what that it was actually a Cambridge college and I wasn't being pranked. Um, so yeah, it was quite a confusing experience, but I think I got over it quite quickly. Um, I was just like happy that I got in at all because um, I wasn't expecting to get in. So yeah, it was a confusing process, but I think it's really important to realise that the whole pooling process doesn't mean that you're not good enough to get in. It's just that they didn't have enough space for you in the college or anything like that. So, yeah. Yeah, I was just going to say, I mean, I love the pooling process in that it's not, you know, it's not set in stone if you apply to a certain college. But did you, like, what was it like being pulled to somewhere else and then getting in? Did you kind of, like, did it make you hesitate in the, uh, like accepting that offer? That's actually a really good question um, that I'm sure lots of people are interested to know. I would say for me, it didn't really, I didn't really hesitate about it because I didn't really care that much. I was just happy to 
go somewhere, if that makes sense. But I know a lot of people felt like maybe they weren't good enough. They had quite a lot of imposter syndrome. Um, and it was just a bit of a difficult decision to make, especially being a women's only college. It was like, that was like another blow. Like, do I actually go or um, do I go somewhere else? But for me, it wasn't really that big of a deal. I went to a girls' school, so it was just kind of like a continuation of my education so far. But what about you, Marlene? Actually, to be honest, I mean, the pooling process was so strange. The same thing for me when I got the email that I had got my offer. I just straight away forwarded forwarded it to my parents. And then my mum actually pointed out, you know, this isn't for Downing. This isn't for the college you applied to. And I thought, I said, what? What are you talking about? I was kind of like shaking on the phone to her. She was like, yeah, this is a different college. She like looked it up and I was not even, I was like none the wiser. Um, and then again, I did the whole thing of like, what on earth is Murray Edwards? You know, I had no clue. The only time I kind of researched colleges was just um, the one that I applied to because I liked the architecture and that was pretty much it. Um, but yeah, no, and then feeling like Murray Edwards wasn't necessarily the one that I picked. Um, I mean, again, I've just felt grateful to get in. However, there was some hesitancy, I'd say, um, purely off the basis that I've always been in co-ed education. Um, and also it wasn't my first choice course. So there was a little bit of hesitancy, but once I came on the um, offer holders day, um, it cleared that right up. Um, so I guess that leads us really nicely into what the application process was actually like for you both. So Zach, I know the uh, interview process is quite different for Oxford than it is for Cambridge. So if you'd like to tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah, so I guess before the interview process, I had the GAT, the GAT, which was the um, the entrance exam. Um, but that actually didn't end up being used this year, as in like my year was a trial year. So I stressed out loads over the exam and then it wasn't even used in my application. Um, but yeah, that was that was quite intense, like revision for that. Um, and then I did that in October. And then I had two interviews at Keeble which were like confirmed over a couple of days. I think I, when I when I go for interview at Oxford, like I stay over and stay in the city, but I don't know if Cambridge do that, um, which was quite a good thing I thought in that like I got time to experience being a student and living in the city. And then once I got my offer, I'd already sort of like fell in love with the city, like loved it. Um, but I had one sort of more human-based um, interview and one more physical base. A lot of it was about like unseen stuff. Um, there was quite a big focus on like, they would pass me a graph with no axes and be like, what's this all about? Um, both with two tutors, but I kind of had this mentality of like, if I'm supposed to get in, I'll get in. I wasn't too stressed out in that I'll give it my best, but it really wasn't the end of the world. And so I came away from those interviews thinking, you know, they weren't amazing but like I've done really well to get this far and anything else is just an added bonus. Um, so I actually really enjoyed the whole process, um, especially coming to stay at Keeble and being like surrounded in the environment and meeting people. And like there's people that I met at interview that I now like my college family or that I'm now friends with. Um, so I really like that as part of the application process. I think that's such a good attitude to have. I can definitely say I came away with like a positive experience from it. Um, Shakemi, how was yours? It's really weird because mine was almost identical to yours, I would say. Um, so I had to do 
uh, test at the beginning as well. I was probably not as prepared as you were. I actually had a holiday booked on the day of the test. And my mum kept telling me, she was like, are you sure that you can make this test? Are you sure? And I was like, yeah, it's fine, it's fine. And then about a week before I realised that I was meant to be in France. So had to cancel the holiday, lost all that money. But anyway, story for another time. Um, so I did the test. Again, I didn't really know how it went. I wasn't even expecting to get an offer after it. I just thought it is what it is. Um, and then I got the offer for interview and I also stayed over overnight at Downing, which at Cambridge isn't very like not everyone stays over it's just if you have a really early interview or if you're coming from far away that you stay over um but i stayed by myself i traveled here by myself as well so it was quite a scary experience for me but um i made fun of it by going to the fun fair the night before my interview by myself so i was having a great time i was walking all around cambridge um yeah it was really fun i always talk about it to this day because i find it so funny that like i was not stressing i was having fun but um the interview as well I had two interviews and they were all just based on an unseen piece of work um luckily I didn't have any graph stuff because I don't know how I would have dealt with that in a pressured format um but yeah my interviews I came out of it feeling the same like I remember calling my parents saying oh it wasn't the best and my parents were just like oh did you do your best I was like yeah so it was all fine but um yeah, obviously it turned out okay. But I would say as a whole, the whole application process is really, really long. Um, and I think it's important to talk to people about it and not keep it to yourself because it can be quite a draining experience. Um, but yeah, that's the advice I would give for that. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Like sharing your concerns. I know not a lot of people potentially might not be applying to um, Oxbridge at your schools, but definitely find someone who you can kind of confide in and talk to about it because it is a lot um I can definitely say I mean on on the interview day it was like chucking it down with rain I just thought oh god is this pathetic fallacy is something going on here um but yeah no I guess I guess it turned out well I I came out of my French interview um and I was kind of like oh that was I was like shaking and everything and I went to speak to my mum who um is pretty much fluent in French um well she is fluent um and I was like explaining what happened in the interview and she kind of was looking at me sideways and thinking oh your answer you gave there wasn't right and I was thinking it's okay don't worry don't worry but um yeah no I guess um I guess we all had positive experiences which is kind of encouraging um so I think we've kind of realized this right now but um by now but you've you both study geography so I guess the question is uh Zach first why did you choose Oxford over Cambridge yeah so I sort of kept fleeting between the two I mean they're both amazing universities and we're both so lucky you know to go to either um but I went on at Cambridge summer school and there I was like I think I was at Newnham College which might be, I think that's an all-girls college, so don't know why they put me on a summer school there. Um, but yeah, went on that summer school, and then I would, you know, go and visit the city of Oxford and look around there. And just from my comparisons, like, people told me, like, you'll just get a feeling, which sounds so cringy, but, like, I kind of just preferred, like, one city over the other. Um, and another weird thing in that, like, the name Oxford just sounded better like nicer to me um really not like amazing re like reasonings because they're both so good and we're both you know so lucky to go to either 
So it's just the one that I prefer and I loved Keeble as well, um, which added on to that as well. I guess um, your experience at Noonan would kind of explain why you're at um, Oxford. But um, yeah, Shikemi, um, if you're done laughing, um, why did you choose Cambridge over Oxford? Um, listening to Zach, I've just realised that people pick one over the other for such, like, non, a reason that you wouldn't think that people would cheat, like, make such a big decision about one or the other four, because everyone that I've asked this question has literally said, oh, I just felt better in one. And mine was exactly the same. I went to Oxford with my family once, and I went on a school trip once. And to be honest, I did go in the middle of winter. So both times I was like, oh, not sure about this. Um, I don't know. And then I came to Cambridge in the middle of summer, height of summer, like hottest day ever on the open day. Again, it wasn't my open day, but I was just visiting and I really, really liked it when I went. So maybe the weather had some role to play in that. And when it came to actually sending in my application, I didn't even consider any, I, I wasn't weighing up one or the other. I just had a feeling about one. However, I think part of it also has to do with the fact that Cambridge is a lot smaller than Oxford and I had grown up in schools that were so small and like everyone kind of knew each other, that kind of atmosphere. And I just felt like I would get on better at Cambridge where it would be a similar sort of atmosphere. But I do feel like that's probably, correct me if I'm wrong, but that's probably the same at Oxford because both universities have that um, college um, format. So everyone's in a college and you do know most people in your college because of that. Um, but yeah, no, as Zach said, both unis are amazing. And I feel like the, if you're unsure about one or the other, the best way to find out is just to visit them, not even for an open day or anything in particular, just go and hang out in the city and see which one you prefer. Yeah, some really sound advice from both of you there. Um, I think for me, it was basically um, that I could only actually go to the Cambridge open day. So that was kind of my decision made. <laughs> Um, on top of that, um, Cambridge is only like an hour away from where I live normally. Um, but distance really wasn't a, an issue for me because I actually wanted to go to Edinburgh for a very long time and I still sort of did want to go because they had the course I wanted. But yeah, I think at the end of the day, it was the, the open day timetabling and um, maybe I missed out there, but um, that was the one I chose and here I am. So um, we kind of touched on it there. But um, do you think that the Oxford-Cambridge rivalry is still relevant? Because for me, I only still see it, and maybe it's only manifested itself in this way because of the pandemic, but I only really see it in the boat race. I don't know about you guys. What's your opinions? Is it still a thing? Yeah, I was literally thinking the exact same thing in that the boat race is, for me, like one of the main things that kind of keeps it alive every year. I also think the fact that like you look at those league tables and like for one course it's Oxford at the top, the other it's Cambridge or like they'll swap every year. So it's never, there's never really like a outright who's better. Um, obviously you're only looking at league tables there. But I, I think the boat race and I don't, really don't think it's that serious in that like I will have a joke and like tell you that Oxford is better. Um, but like it's not you know it's not deep um yeah yeah I think I agree what about you Shikemi um well 
I feel like maybe that might be coming from someone who lost both the men and women's vote rights. <laughs> no, no, I'm just joking. <laughs> but I will add that Cambridge did win both. So if you're picking between the two, you know which one you want to go to. Um, no, I would say it, it's literally, for me, it just seems like a kind of jokey thing. If you meet someone from Oxford, it's just like, oh, lol, Cambridge v Oxford. It's not anything serious. I feel like in the past, it probably was quite serious. But nowadays, like, people don't have enough time to be caring about like one university or the other and everyone even not at Oxbridge just seems really happy at whichever university they're at I would say that um some people take it quite extreme like I've seen posts where um people like asterisk out letters of Oxford because they can't say the word Oxford um and that's quite funny I think I don't know if they're joking or if that's a genuine thing I think that's quite weird but I imagine us doing this whole podcast episode of just not mentioning the word Oxford because we come from Cambridge it's like, it's like Voldemort it's just you don't say it you don't say it yeah I would say that it's it's not really relevant anymore it's just something that is still there but as more of a jokey kind of thing um like I remember the first time I met you Zach we and we were on that group chat we were all, I, there was another Cambridge student there as well. And we were asking why Oxford, just as a jokey kind of thing. So I think it's something that just comes up, like it's funny, but it's not anything serious. And I would be a bit worried if it was serious. Priorities are not in the right place for sure. Yeah, I've definitely experienced the like start out Oxford thing, like you go to Oxford. Um, but yeah, it's just a jokey thing. Like we've joked, like, we've joked about it. Um, so I think it's still there, but I don't think it's relevant anymore. But I don't think that's a bad thing. I think that's a good thing. Do, do you think it's just because of the pandemic, though? Do you think kind of we've moved on from the, that, those kind of petty arguments, potentially? And actually, we don't see a lot of other people. And potentially, because we're so in our kind of first year bubble, where we don't really know the traditions and the like rivalries, potentially it's just that maybe like third years are really really intense about it I don't know I know that um Covid aside lots of societies and like lots of different groups in Cambridge they do tend to do Oxford v Cambridge things other than the boat race so there's like different sports will do Oxford v Cambridge and they might do like a very on brand like a math mathalon or spelling bee or something <laughs> Oxford v Cambridge that kind of thing um so maybe in other years it's more of a thing but in our year like we don't really have much contact with anyone out of our college let alone what well, we do but it's a lot harder to have contact with people out of your college let alone at other universities so yeah I feel like our year is just more willing to cooperate with the other with Oxford than maybe other years might be yeah and sort of I'm from that like I know we I don't know if your guys' college was involved in this but we had like an Oxford versus Cambridge food bank so like who could get the most donations and not only was that like between because there is a bit of like college competition I feel like as well within the university but also like having the Oxford versus Cambridge in the food bank I thought was quite a good way of like playing to that rivalry but in a good way as well and like something that benefits people 
Yeah, I think some really great answers there. And I think we've pretty much kind of, I guess, I hope it kind of stays this way. I don't know if that's just going to be our year, just because we haven't been so connected to the kind of institutionalised weirdnesses of Oxbridge yet. Um, I'm sure we'll be introduced to them when things open up properly again. Um, I know there's been a scandal recently with the Cambridge Union, so um, that has been very interesting to watch unfold. Um, but there's all of these kind of intricacies that I think we'll get to know um, the more we kind of stay at university and um, yeah, see them happen. Um, thank you so much, Zach, for joining us. Um, I think we're going to wrap up there. Thanks to Kemi as well for representing the geographers of uh, Cambridge. Um, this has been great. Um, I think we have demystified Oxbridge somewhat. I'm sure this won't be the, the last of um, the demystifying kind of episodes. But um, for now, we're going to say bye and uh, see you in two weeks. <laughs>